the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. Check us out on our Facebook page at Firing Line Radio Show or get the podcast, the Magic Podcast. You like the magic beans from Jack and the Beanstalk, but... I don't know, if you throw your phone in the ground, it might grow into a phone stock. But anyway, you still have the podcast. Or decay into cancer. <laughs> that, my friends, was Taylor Salveson. Taylor Salveson from Revolution Sports. Taylor, how are you doing this morning? Fantastic. Thanks for having me on, Phil. It didn't take 35 seconds before I won my bet. No, no, no. <laughs> we both knew it was coming. <laughs> Joining me also, I have Bob Olin. Bob Olin is first time on the show for him. He's a commissioner for the San Bernardino County Fish and Game Department. Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Philip. This is enjoyable. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, I'm, I'm thankful to have you on and talk about what it is that the County uh, Fish and Game Commission actually does, because this is something that not many people know about. That's correct. We're kind of a hidden commission within the county, and uh, uh, we do a lot of good, though. All right. So the San Bernardino Commission, or Fishing Game Commission, you're a commissioner of the Fishing Game. Let me just butcher this whole thing. The stuff you do, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Let me boil it down to my lowest common denominator. Uh, what does the, the commission actually do? What is your job there? We are tasked with the responsibility of taking funds that come from fish and game violations, fines, and we get we receive 50% of every dollar fined. We then take that money and give it out in grants for the propagation of wildlife and youth education. Okay, so uh, we talked off air about this, but so anybody who's caught fishing without a license, poaching, which I think is a capital offense, it should be in my book anyway, <laughs> you know. You're, you're out there poaching. You should be in jail forever, if not uh, accidentally shot while fleeing arrest. <laughs> well, what should be a capital offense is when you find a fisherman that has 50 trout all in a bucket, um, and that happens. And you know they're turning around and going down and selling them to fish markets. That's, that's where they should really clamp down. Yeah, because that's marketing of, of wildlife. Right. And that's kind of what the entire fishing game management came from was from all the market hunters that were in the late 1800s, 1900s that were, you know, deprived the East Coast of white-tailed deer and ducks and everything else, right? That's correct. Yeah. So it's important that we have enforcement. I mean, um, you know, I actually ran into, first time in 35 years, I ran into a game warden this year Yeah, at San Jacinto. I don't uh, believe a... I've ever ran into a game warden. Well, we're hunting on fishing game land over there, so it was a pretty easy call for them during dove season. 
I believe at this time we have three California State Fish and Wildlife officers, game wardens, working in the San Bernardino area. But San Bernardino area, area. San Bernardino area is bigger than like half the states on the East Coast. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's true. We should get our own senators. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if Massachusetts can put up senators, we should get sense. We're bigger. Than I'm going to disagree with you here. My 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 solution is never more government. But if that's <laughs> the stance you want to take, I'll put you on that side. I just want the chance to try and nullify some of the idiots. Yeah. Especially, well, even the two we have. Anyway, we're getting off the line there. But um, we do that often, Bob. So you're you're new to the show. Just tell you we we like rabbit paths, squirrels. Different, different things to talk about. So well, you may have an agenda, and we'll just probably ignore it all day. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. Okay, so you do um, – you take money from the fines, which probably aren't high enough, and then you're able to use them for wildlife grants. What kind of projects are you funding? Um, we fund some guzzler um, upgrades out in the deserts. Uh, we put together different fishing and hunting venues for youth. In the past years, it's been a little slow the last two years uh, due to the reduction in fines that are issued by the courts. But uh, we've been working very closely with uh, District Attorney Mike Ramos, and he is making every attempt to educate the judges and explain to them that a simple violation is just not a $20 or $25 fine. Uh, In the state of California, it seems that we can go out and fish without a license get confronted by a game warden, issued a citation, and then they'll go, to, they'll go to the local fishing store, purchase a license, walk into court and say, Your Honor, I've got a license, and walk out with either no fine or very minimal fine. But when you buy a license now, since it's all automated, there's timestamps on it. Well, they understand. They go into court and they say, Your Honor, I didn't know. I, whatever kind of silly reason they can come up with. And... The judges will buy it. You know, that always happens to other people. I, I couldn't get off one speeding ticket, you know? <laughs> no, no. They, they look at me and they say, oh, no, Naaman, you are done. Yeah. You have we that about it, you, though, Phil. To be fair to the judges on this one, you. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the other guys probably seem like decent people. That's, that's the difference. That's, you know, I tell you what, it was a traffic court one time. And and I listened to lie after lie after lie. I was the last person they called before lunch. And, and and the judge was teed up. By the time he got to me, he'd been, you know. Well, hopefully you learned from listening to Laugh Your not to tell the truth. <laughs> that was your mistake. You came in and told the truth. Yeah, I got actually got fortunate. The, uh, the, that's the one I got off on. It's there you just, go. The guy never showed up, so I got to go home for Christmas, but that was it. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of my, uh, my uh, sad history. So, Fishing Game Department, you guys are, are commissioned. You're funding some of the local things. You mentioned wildlife guzzlers. Mm-hmm. Are, do you have access now to the Mojave Preserve? Because we had a problem there about two years ago where the Park Service, in their brilliancy, decided that you can't go in and service the guzzlers because you need an environmental impact report. And in the time it took them, even when they denied a helicopter to put water in these tanks, the entire herd of bighorn sheep died. Yeah, to my knowledge, we're not doing any work in the preserve at all right now. Just So, all, so hear this. That means all the animals we've worked for 50 years to grow out there and to have herds are dead. Well, I wouldn't say that. All of them. But all of them. All of them. All of them. We're not politicians. <laughs> <laughs> May never be one either. <laughs> um, but it's been sad. I mean, we got the photographs. There's like seven bighorn sheep dead at the guzzler when the guy finally hiked in and took the photographs. It's tragic. 
And that was because the uh, Nazi, I mean, the Park Service um, decided that they wanted to not allow somebody to drive a truck in there and fix them. And when they even volunteered to hire a helicopter, a water dropper to fill the tanks, they wouldn't do it without an environmental impact report. Unbelievable, isn't it? It's sad. It's sad. So wildlife has an uphill battle. So anyway, so you are doing your best to grow that on this area. Tell me some of the things you're doing with the youth. Well, in the, we've had several different type of functions that we will fund. We funded an archery program at a local high school up in the upper desert. Um, Was that hard we, to get approved? Actually, the school district uh, went right through the school district with no problem whatsoever. Oh, nice. That's the upper desert. That's the difference. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, good for them. And then, and so, then we put on these art shows. That's this is something new that we've done that it's just started here last year. So this is a great opportunity for the youth to come out and visit. Look at the junior duck stamps. Look at the federal duck stamps. I know we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but just as relating to to youth projects, it is unbelievable the quality of the artwork that is produced in the junior duck stamp program. Yeah, you showed me a few of those earlier. They are pretty amazing. But Saturday, November 18th, and Sunday, November 19th, you're going to be doing an event. We are. We're going to have the federal duck stamp winner, 2017 federal duck stamp winner, uh, Robert Hutman. He's going to be out joining us from Minnesota. Uh, His artwork as is just phenomenal. I mean, I, I know we can't show the pictures over the radio, unfortunately. Yeah, we can. It's right here. Look, okay. See this? Everybody see that? <laughs> uh, it, a fantastic artist. Comes from a fantastic family. Uh, the three brothers, between the three of them, I believe they have won the Federal Duck Stamp Competition 13 times. Which is amazing. Yeah. It's, so, it's, a, it's a very, very difficult competition to... Duck stamps. What are duck stamps, folks? If you are a hunter, you ha- you're a hunter, you buy a license. You're a poacher if you don't. You're a hunter, you buy your license. If you want to hunt ducks, you actually have to buy a special duck stamp, which funds conservation. These duck stamps, they have an art competition every year, and they have a new, fo- new painting that's replicated on everybody's hunting stamp. And it's absolutely gorgeous. The level of, of art craftsmanship that goes into this is amazing. You find out, not only are you going to see the federal duck duck stamp winner robert hopman but you're going to see some several other people here on saturday november 18th sunday november 19th at the bass pro shops ranch cucamonga from 10 to 5 but you've got absolutely beautiful wildlife artists so you know it's not like going to the norton simon and seeing somebody where they shellacked a bra and put it on a bucket of from home depot and called that art this is art that's all right um it's amazing you'll see beautiful elk african game you know, bison, lions, tigers, and bears. Oh, my. Thank you. And all of this artwork will be available for sale directly from the artist. They'll have original artwork for sale and prints. So if you want to get into collecting wildlife art, a very economical way to do it is to start out by buying prints and then move up to spending some serious money. Beautiful stuff. Folks, Philip Naiman, Fireland Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. 
As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks. During the month of October, our sponsor, Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, is changing Glocktober to Guntober. After all, why limit yourself to just Glocks? And right now at Bullseye Sports, all firearms are on sale, including shotguns, rifles, pistols, and revolvers. Makes all models in store, and even those not in stock are on sale during October. It's Guntober of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. See the website ads for details on specific firearms deals at bullseyesports.com. Call or stop by the store to find out about special offers and in-store giveaways. Check out their money-saving in-store deals on ammo, tactical supplies, reloading accessories, and all the best everyday prices. All firearms are on sale during Guntober at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo. I'm Brockton between Arlington and Central and Riverside, 951-823-0211 Bullseye Sport. With the Inland Empire gets their guns and ammo. Or uh, tap the AM590 mobile app. 951-823-0211. Guntober. Happy Guntober. Happy Guntober. <laughs> Folks, joining me here on this show, I have Bob Olin. Bob Olin is a San Bernardino County uh, Fish and Wildlife Commissioner for the county. We're still fishing game. We haven't taken that oh, leap good to for do you. away with the word yeah. game. Flora and fauna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think our state is one of the only states that uses the term fish and wildlife, isn't it? Uh, most of our Department of Wildlife. No, but most uh, most states don't. Are they're not game. Um, they a lot of them have been Department of Wildlife for mm-hmm. a while. Like I'm thinking Colorado, Wyoming, Arizona, federal government, federal yeah. U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services. Yeah. They're like the park service, if you ask me. But anyway, um, <laughs> joining me on this politically incorrect show, I have Bob Olin, <laughs> the, the former commissioner of the San Bernardino Fish and Game Current Department. commissioner. And not after they hear this show. <laughs> You're on your way out, Bob. Sorry. You, know I, you know, I am a political appointee, though. Uh, yeah. 
You're done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, I have Taylor Salveson. Taylor Salveson from Evolution Sports here in Redlands. And we're going to talk a little bit about California Safe. Um, California Safe. California Approved. California yeah, Approved. Stamp of Approved. Stamp of Approved. Uh, semi-autos coming up in the next couple of sessions. But one of the things that uh, Bob has been involved in is he set up this art show, San Bernardino County's Wildlife Art Festival. Saturday, November 18th, Sunday, November 19th. It's How much does it cost? Costs absolutely nothing. It's free. Free at Bass Pro Shops, Rancho Cucamonga from 10 to 5. You're going to meet some of the world's best wildlife artists. And it's not just not just birds. I mean, the duck stamp is a way for the federal government to raise money, volunteered by hunters, to raise money for wildlife conservation. And that's what the duck stamp is about. But in addition to that, you'll see wildlife artists... Um, you know, a couple of them here, Cliff Barnes, Lindsey Foggett, uh, Lee Crom Schroeder, Gary Johnson, Carol Hyman Green, Bob Sutton. But their art is amazing. You know, the, the level of detail. One of the photographs here is of the tiger's face. And having not seen a tiger yet, I'm still thinking that's pretty realistic. <laughs> but beautiful. It's, it's the kind of art that puts you in the scene. You know, you look at it and you're there. It's not the kind of art where you're scratching your head wondering what the heck are you looking at. Yeah. Doesn't Rob Sutton's photo or painting there just almost put chills down yeah. your back? I have that hanging in my office, and every day okay. when I, I walk in, and it's 105 outside, I look at that <laughs> picture, and it's just kind of like stepping into an air-conditioned room. It's beautiful. It's, what he's looking at here is American bison coming down out of the snow into a, into a river to drink, and the fog coming up off the river. It's just absolutely gorgeous. It's beautiful tones, and, and the realism is... Pretty stinking amazing. So this is a free art show over at Bass Pro Shops, and it's a way to get the whole family involved. Can I start at the beginning and just kind of tell the story, uh, how we came about to have this art festival? Uh, back in 1983, a very close friend of mine was on a plane back to Washington, D.C., and noticed an advertisement for the art festival and for the wildlife uh excuse me, for the Fish and Game Commission of the United States to have the duck stamp competition. It was the first, one of the first open competitions they had. Although it started in 1933, it wasn't until about the early 80s that it really became commercialized. Mm -hmm. So he thought, and you may, the gentleman's name is Ted Dutton. That name may be familiar because his son is Senator Bob Dutton and is a, right now is our county assessor here in San Bernardino County. Yeah, Bob Dutton. So Ted and his wife, Joe, went back and visited the, the uh, competition in Washington, D.C., and decided, why can't these duck stamps be brought out to San Bernardino County? Why can't we have a show? We have ducks. That's right. So they, they contacted their congressman, Jerry Lewis, and George Brown at the time. They decided that they wanted to do whatever it took to bring that duck stamp out show out to California. It ended up taking a congressional uh, amendment to allow them to bring the duck stamp out. To this day, when the artists apply to participate in the art festival or in the competition, they have to agree that if they are selected, there are two locations that they have to visit. They don't. They, they're paid for by the venue, but they have to visit San Bernardino County and Eastern Maryland. 
So, Isn't that amazing? So we're pretty we're pretty special in that respect. We have to force people to visit San Bernardino. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love that. But the art is absolutely amazing, and that's just one of the things that you guys do. You're involved with local conservation. You're involved with the youth and getting them active on things. One of the other things that I think is is very important, and you brought a copy of it in here for me. Thank you very much. But tell me about this. I'll, San Bernardino I'll, County. I'll hold it up to the microphone so they can see what I'm looking at. <laughs> San Bernardino County Recreational Shooting and Hunting Map. We are, to my knowledge, the only county in the state of California that actually publishes a map showing you where you can legally discharge firearms and what type of firearms you can discharge and for what purpose, hunting, target. So, Who needs this? Everybody that's going to go out to the upper desert or to any shooting areas that are public land or private land, if it's not an organized gun range, you need this map to know whether you're in violation or not. So it's are you very... telling me that if I just own some dirt out in the middle of the Victorville Flat Valley that is mine, I can't just shoot on it because it's mine? If it's if it's in on the map as a no-shoot area, even if it's private property, you cannot shoot. Exactly. Like So a lot of guys like to just go, you know, motorcycle riding and bring their guns and... And you better have a map with you to prove that you can legally shoot there. Oftentimes, law enforcement, and I don't think this is intentional, they don't understand where those lines are drawn. So if you have this map, you can say, this is the county map right here, This and this is where I am right here. I can legally shoot. And you can buy that map or download it off your guys' site, correct? Yes, you can purchase that map for $8 at... Uh, Regional Parks Office on Rialto Boulevard in San Bernardino. Can we get these in some of the gun stores to sell? You know, we, we've offered them. Bass Pro Shop used to sell them. This is the, this is the new print. Okay. I don't know if Bass Pro is going to print another group for sale. But we will, it, it's, we've reached out to different stores to say, please, sell our maps. It's not- well, we'll try getting them at Evolution Sports and Redlands. That's definitely, if it's something that we can... Uh, facilitate having in the store we'd love to have them because it's 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 confusing for people who live in the area you know you want to make sure that you're uh, a lot of people are trying to go out and enjoy shooting and recreate and do it in a legal manner and uh, this really really is a helpful tool let me tell you right now guys because d14 okay our local uh, area d14 is going to be opening up uh saturday today right so d14 opens up today and one of the favorite places everybody likes to drive through is 1N09 right through the Central Heart or the um, or the uh, Santa Ana River Canyon, right? Lots of guys are hunting deer down there. They got their rifles and all this other stuff. Well, a lot of that is a no-shoot zone. Not only is it a no-shoot zone, other, other parts of it are only open to shotguns. So the whole, there's a lot of area around Big Bear. You can't fire a firearm. Um, other areas are shotgun only. And so if you're down there with your 30 out 6 near the Santa Ana River Valley and uh you you know out comes this what 36 inch 5 by 5 just shaking his head crazy like that um you better have a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's that the shotgun zone is actually a pretty big zone around here for us in the uh Inland Empire shooting. So you do want to make sure even for target shooting you can be in zones where you might legally be able to shoot, but only with a shotgun. So Exactly. So th- what I'm saying is this map will save you a lot of grief. Great and, tool. And what does Joe Biden say? Buy shotgun. 
buy a shotgun. <laughs> I tell Jill, just buy a shotgun. <laughs> so it's important, guys, because I don't want you to get stuck with the 30 out six in your car and a nice deer in the bed of the truck and, uh, you know, the game warden saying, uh, sorry, but this is a bad shoot. So we want to make sure we have the right information. Pick these up, the no shoot, shoot, don't shoot maps. And uh, Evolution Sports will be picking them up. Also, you can get them at the county regional. Regional Parks Office. Which is in? It's, it's in San Bernardino and Rialto Boulevard. San Bernardino Rialto Boulevard. Okay, folks, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Uh, joining me today, I have Bob Olin, Commissioner for San Bernardino County Fish and Game, and uh, Taylor Salvinson from Evolution Sports out here in Redlands. And I am looking over this map, and I, I am going to say this again. This is a great tool. If you're outside of a uh, designated hunt shooting range, right? If you're outside of a designated shooting range, then you need to, to have this with you just so you don't run afoul. Because there are so many areas here that you think you're okay to shoot or hunt, and you're not. And this is how you defend yourself. And this was put together over 15 years from the San Bernardino County Fishing Game Commission. So this is a labor of love to make sure that you don't end up in trouble. And where can we get these, Taylor? Well, hopefully soon you can get these at Evolution Sports and Redlands. We'll be trying to make that happen for sure. Yeah, You know, people are going to hear this show come in and ask for it. You better have your stuff together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be make me look bad. No, no, I'm, I'm going to do my part. We'll see if that's... <laughs> as long as they have them printed, we'll have them in the shop. Yeah, this is very, very important. And, you know, and it shows the high desert area, which is kind of interesting. You think, you know, I'm looking at a couple of areas that I know people shoot, and you're not supposed to be there. It's it's interesting stuff. So don't get in trouble. Make sure that we're all on the right side of this equation. So, uh, Bob, thank you for that. We're going to talk a little bit about um, California legal semi-autos and what we know about them at this juncture. And Taylor, you brought two examples in here today. Yeah, I brought two examples of semi-automatic uh, featureless rifles, um, which would be the uh, kind of slang that we civilians are using for rifles and semi-automatic that uh, fit the bill to be sold, purchased, transferred in the state of California now, as of 2017 with the new 
laws that have taken place from Gunmageddon last year. So what are what do we know about the assault weapon laws at this point? Uh, okay, so we know basically that all the laws that existed in 2016 still exist. The only real new amendment that they had to the law is that what used to be an exemption for a magazine on a semi-automatic centerfire rifle, um, if it has a detachable magazine, it is effectively an assault weapon. As of this year, the amendment changed the wording to if it if the magazine can be removed from the firearm without removal or disassembly of the firearm's action and has certain key features, it is an assault weapon. So... And assault weapons in the state of California can't be transferred, traded, bought, purchased, tr- passed down the next of kin, any of that stuff. So um, the new the new f- world that we ventured off into basically leaves you with, for the most part, featureless guns. There are some other exemptions, but they're pretty complicated. Uh, an example of a featureless weapon uh, would be a S- Springfield Armory SOCOM M1A, which is what you're holding right now. Well, I would never have a firearm in the studio, but... Of course... If I did, it would be a SOCOM. M1A. M1A. Yeah, yeah, in tan. In if, tan. if you did. If you did, yeah. I would never do that. No, no, no. But you know, I'm really good at making those sounds now with my mouth. Ready? Hear this. But the ridiculousness... You no, you try it. Uh, I can't. I, I, I can't Just give it a little it. try. Okay, let me try it. Oh, that was a little, a little louder. Yeah, you're better. That's okay, better. Good. Better that time. Sounds good, doesn't it? But, uh... The the ridiculous nature of some of these laws that have come on come into effect for us this year can change. I mean, the 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 rifle that you're holding, the the SOCOM, the so-called rifle, the I'm so-called, holding, yeah. So-com, yes. uh, if that if that uh, said rifle was to have something as simple as changed, if you were to put a foregrip on it that protruded 90 degrees from the stock, that becomes an assault weapon. Same weapon. You've changed no characteristics as far as its ballistics, uh, what its capability Matter, is. Fire. But, yeah. But but you become a felon, you know, and and risk facing some serious jail time for it. It also would change uh, your ability to transfer the weapon when they become assault weapons. It has to be transported in the state differently. For something as stupid as a 90-degree grip that's protruding from the front of the stock. No change other than that. Yeah, or, or even if we'd put a, a different compensator on the, on the end of the barrel. A flash hider, yeah. So, so muzzle brakes, compensators, thread savers are all legal. They are they are not considered a evil feature. A flash hider, though, is a evil feature to the state. So, because um, it's spiky, I because wh- yeah. it looks mean. Yeah, exactly. Again, because it hides the flash, you know. So that's what happens when people who don't understand firearms laws write them. The name of the of the device, flash hider, sounds pretty scary. So to them, not to me, obviously. Now that's, I'm not, and that was that was made so when you're shooting at somebody, they don't see where you're shooting from, right? Right, right, yeah, okay. right, right. So you can literally unscrew the one device and screw on the other device to the tip and make yourself a criminal by doing so. Yeah, and, and, what's, and these things are available in stores. This is something else that's an important point or fact. All of those devices are still available in the state of California or on Amazon, straight to your door. <laughs> so this doesn't prevent a criminal from getting these things. There is no background check for a flash hider. There's no background check for uh, a piece of plastic. Giving them ideas now. I don't. If 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 I'm giving if I, if that's the idea. 
Well, yeah, we have to stop. We have to stop murder, and you know, the flash hider is pretty much it. That's the key feature, the component of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the guns are evil, and they they push these thoughts into your head, and just that that additional thought process of the flash hider. Yeah, does it? Well, that's the thing. In in the current condition for a SOCOM M1A, if you were to have one in your hand. We wouldn't have to worry about it because those thoughts wouldn't be put into your head. But well, let's, say, let's pretend it had a flash hider on it, obviously. Exactly. It would and, start to corrupt your thoughts. And that's why I wear a tinfoil hat. There you go. It, it helps. There you go. Well, I, I go with the Reynolds Barbecue Heavy gauge. Yeah, some of the not best. Just, not yeah. the cheap stuff. Cheap yeah. stuff won't save you at all. No, not at all. Yeah. It's important. Poor Bobble when he's over here. Oh, God, <laughs> what am I into? Oh, crazy people. So, um, on, this is an M... Now, the M1A... SOCOM. Uh, it's called the SOCOM because it has a shortened barrel. Yeah, the SOCOM is just a 16-inch barrel length package of it. So they have three different variants from Springfield. The M1A, which is the full-size 22-inch. Then the Scout, which is the 18-inch. And then the SOCOM, which is the 16-inch. So shooting a three hundred eight caliber, uh, 16 to 18 inches, you're pretty much getting all the juice you can get out of that cartridge. Yeah. 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 So it doesn't it doesn't behoove you to have a three hundred eight with a 26-inch barrel. You're not gaining a lot of velocity because you're just not... You don't have powder capacity to burn that extra tube. So even with a shorter barreled rifle like this, you're pretty much getting all the juice you can out of a three oh eight. Uh it is, you know, semi automatic, so you're gonna siphon off some of the some of the gas to function the Yeah, the the, the gas system to make the action function. So it will be a little bit slower. But again, this is a detachable box magazine, uh ten rounds here in the People's Republic of Occupied California. And ten rounds of three oh eight should stop the zombies absolutely absolutely yeah i you know you can always put another magazine in yeah 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 so this is a this is a defensive weapon it's a, it's a lot of fun to shoot to the uh the m1a's they just they function great they're a great rifle they're a great rifle you know it's what the first gis went to vietnam shooting um was a variant of this the m14 which would have had the m14 <laughs> which would have had you know fully automatic capabilities and so forth but springfield Armory uh, built a civilian type model, modified the action to be semi-automatic, and they're very reliable firearm. Very, very fun gun to shoot. Now, optics platform just from this design, which is kind of based like off the old Garand yeah. action, has always been a problem with how do you mount the scopes. But it looks like they've come up with a, a scout style for this particular model. Right on the scout and on the SOCOM, you have a scout optics mount uh, sitting forward of the action, so you can use either a red dot or a long eye relief optic with it. Right, which is nice because uh, unless you're going to go over there and, and get one of Jim Gruning's, you know, match match grade uh, mounts, it really is hard to get a, a good optics platform on them. So this is nice that it comes with the gun already set up like that. Yeah. Very good. Uh, I think we just got notified that we're going to have uh, Robert Hopman contact us here in a few minutes here. So we're going to talk with him. Robert Hopman is the winner this year of the... Winner this year of the Duck Stamp Award. Federal Duck Stamp Program. Duck stamp. So we'll pick him up when we come back after a commercial. Uh, Taylor, do we have another uh, version in 223.556 that... Uh, yeah, we do. We have the uh, Fight Light SCR, formerly the Ares SCR. That is light. Um, which is a featureless variant of uh, an AR-type rifle. This has one of those things on the right-hand side. Look, at when you push it down... This this other boxy thing comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen one of those where you can actually push down without sticking something in the middle of it. No, no, no. This has the uh, the featureless option of it, so you know there's there's no reason to have those things. So it's got a detachable box Bullet magazine. Button. 
as a detachable box magazine. And this, what they've done, they took the um, the bolt action, or excuse me, the bolt, instead of driving, battle carrier grip, instead of driving back into the stock, actually curves down into the grip of the gun. Yeah, more like a semi-automatic shotgun. However, it is an AR as far as the bolt carrier, the upper assembly, all that. So it complies with California's new laws and standards and allows you to continue to own and operate and purchase and sell and pass down to your children an AR-type rifle. And not only that, but but all the top parts. If you wanted to put a... Uh, rail assembly. Rail yeah, assemblies, yeah. you can change the front any way you'd like. Yep, and it's AR. And you want to change it to 300 Blackout. It's a platform. 458 SOCOM, same thing. Identical. Awesome. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firingland Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. As you heard on our last segment here, we're kind of mixing things up a bit, but as you heard on our last segment... Go see Taylor over at Evolution Sport. Talk to him about his uh, featureless, featureless safe rifles. The safe ones from the People's Republic of Occupied California. Um, The featureless rifles, what you can do that we know of at this point in time. So check them out over there. So we finally got a hold of uh, your artist, Bob. Uh, We did. Robert, are you there? Yep, I'm here. So, folks, this is Robert Hopman. He is the 2017 Federal Duck Stamp winner. He's a fantastic artist, uh, obviously specializing in in waterfowl. But, you know, Robert, uh, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let Bob take this over here and talk to him a little bit more about what you do and the benefits of this duck stamp that uh, we all are able to partake of. Robert, so I think we all know that. A lot of money is spent on the preservation of the wetlands, and somehow your duck stamp, the duck stamp program, feeds into that. Maybe you could explain to us just exactly where these funds are going. Well, I don't fully understand exactly where it all goes, but I was just got back from uh, uh, shooting a film with DU last week in uh, North Dakota, and they brought us around and showed us tens of thousands of acres that are bought with duck stamp dollars. And uh, I think uh, 98 cents out of every dollar from a duck stamp purchase goes directly towards purchasing wetlands or preservation of uh, wetlands or access to uh, public land. So it's 
it's a very important program. It's just raised millions of dollars and saved millions of acres. Did you say 98% of all the money raised goes into the dirt, basically? Yeah, from the stamp. 98 cents from every dollar goes directly towards purchasing wetlands or that sort of thing, you know, to, to anything to preserve wetlands. That's got to be a, a record for the federal government's efficiency standard. You know, this yeah, is, I think it's I think a, it's one of the best programs they've ever come up with. It's been said that this program is the only federal program that actually generates income. <laughs> it actually makes money. Yeah. I guess other than the tax program, they they look at that. But so, how long have you been involved with this, Robert? Well, I have two brothers who also paint, and we started about geez, thirty years ago. And we heard about duck stamps and state duck stamps, and we thought that we should give that a try. So we started entering state duck stamps and won some of those, and we saw what we could do with that. I mean. We, uh, with the money raised from that, we helped, you know, preserve parks and different uh, wetlands, restore wetlands. And then we heard about the federal, and that's like a the state stamp on a grand scale. And uh, it's just been really fun to be able to win some and help help with these projects. Very rewarding. Well, as I understand, the Hutman brothers have done pretty well at this in the past. Maybe you could explain to us... Uh, just where your standings are. How many wins do you have, and how many wins do your brothers have? Um, well, I don't really know on the state stamps, but the federal stamp, this is our 13th in, I think, 25 or probably 30 years. So it's, it's been pretty good. <laughs> Next year, none of us can enter because when you win, you're out for three years. So it will be a first because we've won the last three years in a row. Well, we're going to have to call this the Hutman Triple Crown. Three years in a row. <laughs> now, are, are yeah. birds your favorite thing to paint? Ducks. Ducks are. We all paint all things, all North American stuff mostly. Um, deer, ducks, cougars, elk. But uh, I think all of us, duck is, duck is our favorite thing to paint. We just We love ducks. We love duck hunting, so... Fits right in with our program. Which which duck? Since there's so many different ducks, which duck is your favorite one to paint? Uh, I don't think I have a favorite. I think maybe canvasbacks and mallards are my two favorite ducks to hunt. <laughs> but I love all ducks, pretty much. Now you were at the at the competition yourself and and watched the judging, didn't you? Yep. So yeah, I it was pretty. I took the time off to to watch it on the internet, and I was shocked at the, at the other artwork that's in the competition. Naturally, there's a, a large number that really aren't competitors; they're not. They're just submitting to say they submitted a stamp. But I'm going to say maybe what 25 percent are really serious artwork. Is that a yeah, correct statement? There's a. Go ahead. Is that correct? That is. Um... I think a lot of people have dropped off. I know some people entered for 10, 15 years, just kind of quit entering. And I don't know, a lot of people who used to enter don't enter anymore. I don't know why. I just don't the, have the time or don't want to do it. They're probably waiting for you guys to retire. <laughs> <laughs> well, next year, none of us are in, so they can enter. Yeah, they're like the U.S. soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rebuilding year. <laughs> yeah. 
That's um, awesome. So you do a lot of duck hunting up there in the north, uh, mid-northwest, I think you are, mid-north, aren't you, in Minnesota? Yeah. North yeah, we got Minnesota, North Dakota, Canada, Idaho, kind of all over the place, but mostly North Dakota, I'd say, is our most hunted area. Yeah, can you share anything with us about this movie that you're making with Ducks Unlimited? Uh, well, they do these uh, different short segments. They do DUTV, and this is, uh, I'm not even sure what it's called. It's uh, just a short movie clips about different people that are involved with ducks and uh, ducks conservation. This is mainly about duck hunting and conservation. We did, we're just out there for three days just shooting. We did some duck hunting, and actually I'm going to do another interview right now with them because we got a show set up in Minnesota, so... Uh, I just like working with DU. They do so much for ducks, and it's a real easy way to help out. So when uh, when you're doing this filming, do you have to, like, put on a beard? Do they have, like, a special beard so you can be, like, a duck commander while you're doing the filming? Or is facial hair <laughs> optional? I don't know. Oh, well, that's funny you ask because I just left. I haven't shaved in four days, and I thought, well, I don't care. I'm just going. <laughs> you know, Robert, you mentioned the conservationists, and, and I think it's important to point out that this program takes conservationists and hunters and blends them together to a common core, Well, a it, common it, goal. It actually finally puts the people who think they're conservationists to work. That's right. Yeah. You know, it's uh, people don't realize, I mean, burgers, everybody uses this land. I mean, it's preserving all sorts of wetlands. Yeah, but they don't pay every, for every, it. Every, the the burgers, yeah. the Audubon Society mm-hmm. and the Humane Society, those, those people, they all stand up and say, you need to manage it this way or that way, but it's never their money on, mm-hmm. on the bottom line. So in the yeah, past... They're starting, to, they're starting to buy stamps, though. The bird, burgers are starting to buy stamps. I think the word is getting out that it really is a proven program where, you know, 98 cents of every dollar goes towards saving wetlands, and we all need that. Well, I, I hope they are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I believe, I've heard that the percentages close to 25% of the stamps purchased aren't truly purchased for for hunters. There's stamp collectors and other conservationists that collect mm-hmm. just federal duck stamps. Right. I, you know, I always buy two or three myself, just one for my license and one for my stamp collection because I've been collecting them. I just continued our father's collection, who he started in 1934 with the first stamp, and he has all five of his, his brother, his mom, his dad. So he started way back then, and we just continued adding to the collection for the last 30 years. So are you an artist full-time? Yep, been doing it full-time for maybe 30 years, I guess. I don't really know when I started, but it's a great job. <laughs> My brother and I used to roof houses and paint houses. Ducks are easier than houses. To, yeah. <laughs> so we, decided we had to figure out something to do that we could uh, hunt in the fall. So that was our goal to figure <laughs> that out, and this stumbled on this, and it's been great. Now, you're going to be out here Saturday, November 18th, and Sunday the 19th at Bass Pro Shops from 10 to 5, Right? That's correct. This yep. is an opportunity for people in our community to come visit visit with the Federal Duck Stamp winner, Robert Hutman. Take a look at not only his his work, but the top 25 artists in the competition, as well as the Junior Duck Stamp program, which is a phenomenal program. The talent 
in some of these kids is just shocking. Robert, have you? I'm sure you've looked at some of their work. What do you think? Oh yeah, no, there's. It's great seeing kids get involved. I think anything to get them involved with the outdoors and get them away from the computer and realize that what's out there. I think it's a great program, and painting ducks is a good way to start. Very good. We're going to leave it at that. Robert, we hope to see you then November 18th and 19th, Bass Pro Shops. I want to thank my special guest, Bob Olin, the commissioner, one of the commissioners for the San Bernardino County uh, Department of Fish and Game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and also Taylor Salveson, Evolution Sports. Go check him out to see the People's Republic of California approved semi-autos. Firing Line Radio, we'll see you all next week. When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. CCW Safe. Mop and Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.